Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Guided Spirit Conversations. I'm Marla Goldberg. To, for those of you who are celebrating Hanukkah, today is the first day of Hanukkah, so I wish you a very, very happy Hanukkah. May your lights shine bright. May you have lots of love, lots of guilt, and that the dreidel spins in your favor. So... <laughs> Today, our guest is Jill Kevner. Jill served as a massage therapist and yoga teacher for 20 years before evolving into an angel professional, or she likes to call herself an angel ambassador. As an angel ambassador, Jill helps you relax your body and mind and release those issues in the tissues. I just love that, especially pain issues, so you can receive love and healing from your angels. Welcome, Jill. How are you today? Hi, I'm really great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Good. I'm so happy that you're here and we're going to talk all things angels because I just love angels. But before we get into the angel portion, let's talk about the Jill portion. Let's talk about what was your life, you know, were you attracted to angels young? Did they come later in life? How did the whole process evolve for you? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a really great question. Um, I'm... I'm just, you know, leaning in right now. I'm actually, actually fig- literally leaning into my microphone, <laughs> but I'm also leaning in, you know, to the, to the support of my angels. Cause I, I definitely have parts that feel just really kind of, you know, nervous and, and vulnerable, you know, um, sharing my, my personal stories, even though of course they're going to be in my upcoming book. <laughs> so I'm laughing about that. I wanted to name that because I think it's really important for in my work to just be really honest, um, be really authentic, and 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 that really kind of opens up the flow of of my soul's my soul's voice, um, and then it also opens up me to be able to hear the angels and see the angels. Um, so I think, you know, I really think this started when you know. I'm just I'm just wondering if this is when I should mention the story. So I'm just going to listen to my soul about it. But yeah, you know, I was, as you said, a massage therapist and a yoga teacher. I started out really young in that field. You know, I was 18 um, going into massage school. And, and then shortly after that, I, I got introduced to yoga and I just kind of fell in love with um, the healing arts. And the healing arts were um, really about me healing me. <laughs> yep. Really, it was all about, um, you know, wanting to have this this experience of relaxation and wanting to realizing that when I gave it to other people, when I offered it to other people, I was also receiving it. And it was just this like, I was like, wow, like when I help other people relax, when I relax their shoulders, when I, when I remind them to breathe, like it reminds me to relax and, and me to breathe. Yes. Um, so it was just it, it it was just so natural, I think, for me. The other thing that um, you know, and so the yoga, so I had the massage and the yoga, 
And then I was really just so guided by my soul to study energy work and study energy medicine. And of course, you know, I had multiple initiations um, mm-hmm. that, I, that I actually talk about in my book. Um, and I know we'll be talking about different ones today. Um, one being that my father was murdered when I was 11 years old. And I think that was the part I had a part that didn't want to say that right away and kind of start out with that. But I know that that traumatic experience that I went through really led me to to tap into to tap into spirit (laughs) because my dad, you know, one of my protectors, one of my parents was on the other side. And he is one of your spirits. He's there with you. Absolutely. A thousand percent. (laughs) Yes. And so. Uh, so you're going through this journey and, and your father um, he was on the other side with you. But then what brought you into wanting to work with the angels? What was the experience that the catalyst that really sent you into a place where angels were? Because there's so many things out there. There's so many modalities. There's so many techniques. I know I'm trained in over 25. So, wow. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things we can all go with. But angels... You know, they, they just yeah. resonate with some and not as much with others, though angels are with everybody all the time. I completely thank you for saying that, because everybody has angels. that's a big thing I talk about in my book is that everybody has angels and we're all in these kind of different stages of awakening to them. So for me, you know, the initiation I feel that really led me to the angels was like this dark night of the soul that I had um, where I was I needed to go to the, um, the, the hospital, the psych hospital. And, you know, I talk about all that in my book, kind of what, kind of like the background of what led me to the psych hospital, but basically in, in, in just a few words, you know, it was really these issues in the tissues, you know, that I hadn't been dealing with the, the deep grief um, and, and hurt, um, the trauma, really, you know, I really had PTSD, but it was not diagnosed. And we didn't know what it was that made me kind of lose it for a little while, kind of have a nervous breakdown. And so that was in September of 2006 that I landed in the, um, I landed in the psych hospital. And it was like a reset button for me. I was like, wait, you know, because I was the rock. I was the person who um, everybody came to, to, you know, um, share, to talk about stuff. You know, I was strong. I was tough. I was a rock. And then I just kind of unraveled. You crumbled. Your rock crumbled. crumbled. Yeah, I crumbled. And um, (laughs) in that crumbling, um, I needed to find myself again. I was like, who am I? And, and, you know, thank you. I want to back up a little bit. So I had my daughter and I had, you know, I had some postpartum depression. I had a lot of anxiety in her first year of life because, you know, it was all this unprocessed stuff. It was like my root chakra opened you know, gave birth to this baby and now I'm caring for my life slowed down and I'm caring for this baby and all of those fears that I hadn't dealt with that I hadn't looked at all of those issues in the tissues, right. That were suppressed just came to the surface. And that's, that's what led me to, to the psych hospital. And again, that was this reset for me. And from there I started taking, you know, I was like, I want to, I was like, what was my original intention with all of this? And I was like, I want to be happy. I was like, okay, let me get back to my happy. And so I just started taking classes that were fascinating to me. And um, I just fell in love with Reiki. 
And I know, I'm sure if you have 25 modalities, I'm sure Reiki is one of them. (laughs) I have a Reiki-esque. I probably am one of the only ones who really didn't go through the whole Reiki process. But in my first mystery school, she taught us a Reiki-esque kind of modality. Yeah, absolutely. So fell in love with Reiki. And I have to tell you about the synchronicity because I'm really into synchronicities. So my dad's name was Billy. And my first Reiki teacher, my dad was Native American. And my first Reiki teacher's name was Billy. And she was coming from the Mescalero Apache Native American tradition. Yeah, Billy Topatate. Yeah, yeah, Billy oh, Topatate. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. She's my. So I just created her name. I apologize, <laughs> Billy, but I took classes with her too. Okay, so so be it. So I studied at MSI. I feel like that's where I got my um, like graduate degree mm-hmm. <laughs> in energy medicine because I took all of her classes. I studied with Billy um, and and MSI from 2006 until 2015. So I studied with her for nine years and I took all the levels of Reiki and there was, I I used to have a lot of sessions, you know, I would have sessions with her and in one of the sessions, I was stuck about something and, you know, she's like, you know, I just, you know, you really have a connection with angels, Jill, you know, I see you teaching something like angelic yoga or something. And I was like, ding, 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 ding. And all these lights went off, you know, because I had been playing with Oracle cards for a few years and then I was led. So the, so what I feel is like the Reiki self-reiki, you know, becoming a Reiki master, committing to that practice, doing, starting to meditate every day, um, which was scary in a lot of ways, but I did it. I was like, I want to commit to this because I felt so good when I was done, right? I felt peaceful. I felt calm. I felt alive after I would meditate. So I was like, okay, I know this is part of my journey. Um, and then the Reiki, self-reiki, just opened me up to the angels. And I got introduced to a beautiful teacher, Therese Evans, who um, taught me integrative energy therapy. And I just, I never looked back. <laughs> that name is very familiar to me. Except to love myself, right? <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. And self-love, I talk about it all the time, how important it is, but we all get there. Hopefully we'll all get there. Not everyone gets there, but we all get there Um for those who do in their own journey on their own path, because like fingerprints, we're all individual and our, even though the processes we, you know, we might come to enlightenment, but we all get there from a different way. I look at it as a dartboard and we're all coming from different directions to get to the sweet spot of life, which is the bullseye. Yeah, so, absolutely. <laughs> it it, it very love much that. works that way. I love that. But you know, it's interesting when you said 2006, I'm wondering if, um, our paths had didn't cross there because that was around the time I was going to MSI. Wow. I wonder, you know, I have a lot of the pictures um, of the different classes because Billy and her staff used to take, you know, class pictures. And mm-hmm. then I have, have a lot of them saved. And it was so funny. There's just a, so many synchronicities that, um, but I loved you know, studying with Billy, um, she opened my heart to unconditional love. She, 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 she reminded me I was a master and, and she, you know, held me to that standard. And it was just a really, really beautiful experience in a lot of ways. So I'm just so grateful that, but it was really, you know, it was that commitment for me, it was the devotion, right. And I talk about that in my book, um, 
you know, this devotion to the practice and the self Reiki that opened, I mean, it opened up my chakras, right? It opened up my heart. It opened up my mind. It opened up all my chakras. And that's where, you know, the angels came in. And, you know, when I started studying integrative energy therapy, which is a, which is a, that's the form of healing I was talking about that is, is basically healing with the angels. I just, my body was healing. The pain was healing. Um, you know, the different issues in the tissues, you know, studying that sense that therapy like really opened my mind to the, the wisdom of the body is what I'm hearing. And when we talk about the healing, you not only healed on a physical level, you healed spiritually, you healed emotionally, mentally. And it's important that, you know, people understand that the healing is not just a physical healing, that you can heal in your etheric body, which is the the duplicate of your physical body. You can heal emotionally, you can heal mentally, because, you know, we all have our 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 bruises our our wounds like your wounds thank you um and and so we all get there a different way but the healing goes on all levels it's not just the physical level absolutely and that's why i fell in love with this you know this form of healing integrative energy they're both reiki and and integrative energy therapy because you literally learn about the layers of the aura and the imprints that are in your aura that you can clean and clear that you, and then, you know, you're healing physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And it's, it's so perfect because I talk about all of that in my book, uh, receiving from your angels for practices to relax, release, and receive to heal physical pain. So my whole thing is, helping you heal your body with the love of the angels. That's really the work that I do. I'm, I'm so passionate about it because your body, it's the temple. It's the temple of your soul. Your body is the divination tool. That's a beautiful way of looking at it. And hopefully knowing that this is a divination pool, tool, not pool, tool, that you know that, that that's why people talk about honoring your body treating your body with kindness. And here's the thing. It's also about what you say to your body because your body absorbs. So if you're sitting there saying, I'm fat, I'm tired, I don't feel well, this hurts, that hurts, and you keep repeating it, repeating it, it's only going to hurt more because the fact that your body will hear what you're saying and absorb into the, into the, the tissues, like you yeah. say. And then you end up going, why do I still have this headache? Why am I getting this again? Why is this happening? Why is my stomach upset? Well, because the way you speak about it. You know, when you, when you honor your knees, your feet, your ankles, and, uh, you know, the, the, the feet, the feet, the ankles, you know, they all wrap around that. And they go, thank you for, for no, noticing and honoring us. Absolutely. It, you know, it's so perfect that you say that because the, the second practice in my book and, and actually the biggest part of my book, so I'm almost done writing my book. I'm on like page 92 of 135. I'm reading every single page. I'm editing it. I'm cleaning it up. Um, I'm, I'm finessing it. I'm bringing the angel energy in. The biggest part of the biggest practice in my book is relax and cherish your body. So, you know, I'm here to serve earth angels. And I have this, you know, whole mission, right, of waking waking up earth angels. And really by by taking care, treasuring, 
your your body soul connection and cherishing your body. Literally, I changed my that title of that practice from relax and listen to your body to relax and cherish your body because the angel said to cherish means to love, to protect, to care for, like to deeply, deeply care for. And I just felt like that was like exactly what the angels wanted to do. And part of how we do that, and I know we're going to talk more about this, but I want to name it here is through the levels of relaxation. So physical relaxation, which is relaxing your muscles from your bones and anchoring your roots into the earth emotional relaxation, which is making room for all of you, making room for all of your parts, your universe of parts, mental relaxation, which is exactly what it sounds like, right? I think the hardest, right? We have 70,000. I know we've went from like 60,000 to 70,000 thoughts a day. So there's a lot of thoughts or more. Or more. So slowing down the thoughts so that you can that space between your thoughts is where the miracles, the creativity, the divine solutions, the receptivity, your intuition, right? Which is yes. resides. And then there's spiritual relaxation, which is really about surrender. Essentially, if I put spiritual relaxation in one word, it's surrender. If I add a little more, it's 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 surrendering into the arms of your angels and and re- and trusting divine order. Um, which is a whole nother part of being an earth angel. So yeah, I wanted to, I, it's just loving your body, cherishing your, and this isn't from a, you know, I was just talking about this yesterday. Cherishing your body isn't from this like egotistical place uh, or, or, or like a worshiping it's not a place. Vanity place. It's not a vanity place. Exactly. It's from this, like, this is where my soul is going. It lives this is where my soul is and how my body feels affects how my soul's light shines. Yes, absolutely. And let's talk about what, so people may not know, what is an earth angel? I love so we're that. We're going to be taking a break in one minute. Okay. You know what? I'll tell you what, let's take our break now. We'll come yeah. back on the other side and talk about earth angels. I love it. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. If you've just tuned in, I'm talking to Angel Ambassador Jill Kempner. And Jill is sharing her journey. We're talking about her upcoming book that will be launched sometime in 2021. And we're talking about what is an earth angel. And so we went on break. We were, you know, you were talking about earth angels. So let's share with everybody. Welcome back and share what an earth angel is. Absolutely. Thank you, Marla. Um, So it was about a year ago that I've known I have been an earth angel for several years. When I certainly started to come, you know, I felt like I was a healer. You know, I was a light worker. I I felt very connected to light worker, light warrior, that term. And and an earth angel kind of, you know, it's kind of like, well, maybe I am, you know, maybe I'm not, you know. And then there was that song about earth angels from the 50s, which is a beautiful song. But I was like, you know, is this really who I am, you know? And I just kept praying, you know, who, who am I here to serve? Who am I here to wake up? Who am I here to lead, really? And, you know, I just kept getting that message. And then I was like, well, what is an earth angel? Like, I had to define it, right? And I was like, you know, kept asking the angels, you know, like, okay, show me what an earth angel is. And, and sweetly with this humbleness, they were like, look at yourself. And I was like, what? (laughs) And so earth angels are highly sensitive, highly intuitive souls. So this means that you can sense energy beyond normal human limits, that your intuition, that all five channels of your intuition are open to, to the divine, right? Not, I mean, of course the angels, absolutely, but creator source as well. So you are, you're literally tuned in, Um, you know, another kind of characteristic of the earth angels is really this treasuring of your body soul connection, which we were just talking about, like how that you understand that you are spirit in a body that you understand that you, that you're more than human, right? That you're, but you're so human, right? So (laughs) So human. We're both, you know? And so that's part of being an earth angel. It's like, oh my gosh, I, and I'm living them walking this human journey, but as a beautiful soul. It's like a balance between the humanness and the spirit and finding that that balance between the two. Because I truly feel that when when we are as balanced as we could be, then life flows with us because we're honoring both sides and we're taking care of both sides. But when there's that imbalance, I think it's when your life goes a little bit out of whack. A hundred percent. And I mean, I can even, as you said that so intuitively, I, I think back to how I was, you know, I was out of whack with my spirit and that's how I landed in the psych hospital. It was just, I wasn't honoring the wisdom that was there. And there was so much wisdom to be, I mean, I've compl- I, so much alchemy and transformation has happened from that moment of 2006. And of course, meeting one of my first teachers, you know, of the sp- in the spiritual realm was so important. Um, you know, earth angels, another kind of characteristic of an earth angel, and this is something I feel is kind of like its own topic in and of itself. And I feel like in 2021, I'm going to be talking more about is that you know that you've been here before. Mm -hmm. You know that you've lived many lives. And in this lifetime, you're devoted to being a channel of unconditional love. Yes. 
Yes. And what you find is your metaphysicians, your psychics, your mediums, you know, people who are connected to spirit. Yes, they've lived over and over again. Many of the other people have too. They just haven't either embraced that they were, you know, the light hasn't gone on like, yeah, you've been here before. Or they're so stuck, and I hate to use the word stuck, but they get so stuck in the human miseries, you know, I, the lack, the the woundedness, and that they can't get out of their own way to realize that, you know, you've been here before, even relatively new souls, you know, have been here before. Um, I hissed, uh, you know, the brand new ones, I'm not quite sure of, but... <laughs> the, the relatively new ones, star seeds, yeah, <laughs> young souls. I'm not talking about children of this of this of this day, but there are people who mm-hmm. you could tell that they ju- they just haven't gotten the experience underneath because they haven't woken up so they can help themselves. Exactly, and they can yeah. trust. You know, I keep being guided to share this. You know, when we pray, we always look up and go, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the reality of it is you don't have to look up. You can look straight ahead. You can look to the side, either side, because your angels are everywhere on your level. They're not above you. They're with you. Absolutely. A a thousand percent. I love that you said that. (laughs) The angels are everywhere, right? And, And I think, you know, it's interesting because one of the things I've been kind of talking about with um, my group coaching right now is, you know, kind of the challenge of being an earth angel. Actually, we talked about that yesterday. So, you know, that we can, you know, be too sensitive, right? That we can be, you know, afraid to see our light, Um, you know, but what's so important about an earth angel? One thing, there's kind of two more things I feel is really important to name here is that, you know, we're resilient, So earth angels are resilient. We bounce back from challenges. And here's the part of the resilience that I feel is really an important part of my book is that we, as as earth angels, we're resilient. We bounce back because we can find the gem. We can find that that pearl. Yes around that that wound that boulder of a wound that we can go and and that we know that that's really the purpose of those difficulties the challenges the pain right of course i focus on pain in my book partly because so many it's really a personal pain. yeah so many people are in pain and it's a personal mission of, of mine i was in excruciate part of why i'm writing this book is i was in excruciating pain i tore my knee then i tore and then i went back to work too early um, as a massage therapist carrying my table and i tore mm-hmm. my shoulder and i was giving massages on a torn shoulder and as you can imagine that hurt a lot <laughs> Well, no, it did. It hurt, but I bet it just was. It, it just prolonged the injury and wouldn't let the injury heal. So here you're a Absolutely. healer trying to help other people, walking around physically wounded. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "What am I going to do?" And of course, that was the impetus I talk about in my book to, for becoming an angel professional. Because I was like, "I know I'm meant to do this healing, but how is it going to look differently now?" And of course, I had to go through all of these fears around. Um, coming out of the closet, right? And talking about the angels more, right? I was doing yeah. it, but it was kind of like hidden, like, oh, my clients, I'd pull a card for them, and but I'd still be massaging them, you know? And I'd be talking about the angels and channeling angel energy, but it was still massage. And my body was like, you need to get give up massage. You need to retire. 
And so I did at 20 years, I got my 20 years <laughs> as an LMT, and then I retired and became an angel professional, which, by the way, is a brand new career that I created. <laughs> Well, along with being an angel ambassador. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. So, so let's talk about, I want to I, I want to talk about your, your clients, the people you teach, not necessarily clients, but your, your students, your community. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the resistance to angels. Talk, uh-huh. talk about some things, some of the ways so that people understand that if you're doing this kind of behavior, it's resistance. Yeah, I mean, you know, this was funny because I was really praying a lot about, you know, those that I serve and I have clients, I I have students, um, you know, um, I really, of course, see myself as a teacher. It's a big part of my medicine and a big part, you know, I was a yoga teacher, I still am a yoga teacher and and, and I I teach Reiki, I teach IET and, you know, like what? what's the, you know, because I love connecting with, you know, I had to kind of go back to that, like, when I first started connecting with the angels, you know, and like, how, you know, what is the fear, right? What is the fear of, and and it was, so many layers were coming up, and, and, you know, wisdom was coming, and I just realized that the biggest fear is judgment. It's fear of judgment. Yeah. That's it. (laughs) In a nutshell. In and in, that's so encapsulated, and it's so true because that is the stumbling. It was a stumbling block for me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say I was an energy healer. I went to school for three years, fourteen modalities under my belt. I graduated with, and yet if somebody said, "Well, what have you been doing?" It's like, "Well, I'm I'm an energy," and it was just so hard to. I couldn't own it. I couldn't step into it because of fear of judgment. Yes. And because while I was in school, I was getting a lot of judgment about it. Yeah. And, you know, people think that, well, this is the way you were. So this is the way you still are. Well, no, because growth happens, healing happens, and you do become a different person. You do become a more enlightened and and expanded version of yourself in the positive light. You know, you heal the wounds, you heal the negative things. You know, and and though they're layered and some other stuff might come up from past lives, when they do, you heal them. They don't. We mentioned this earlier. When you're in, when you're in it, the change it doesn't necessarily feel good. It actually sometimes it's downright crappy. But once you understand that this is a point of change, and you're able to take it and move with the assistance of people like yourself, myself, healers, metaphysicians, mm-hmm. then. You come out the other side, you know, happier, more joyful. You you start changing your life and it becomes lighter and brighter. But Absolutely. it's acknowledging it first and, and, you know, saying, okay, so like a cut, a cut hurts when you first cut yourself, but then it heals and then you forget the cut was even there. Absolutely. Absolutely. The same kind of analogy. Absolutely. And, you know... Just talking about some of those fears of connecting with the angels, you know, I think there's this, when we talk about judgment, there's so many layers of it. Sometimes there's that judgment, you know, from the outside world, but I think there's even that fear of fear of judgment of God, right? There's this fear of judgment from God. There's a fear of judgment from others. Then there's their own inner critic (laughs) that is judging our experiences, that is judging our pain, that is judging our wounds, that... Actually, the angels talk so clearly about this. Why I why I love working with the angels is that there is no judgment 
from the angelic realm. This is this is why, and, and I also suffered from judgment for all the different reasons. I had a lot of defensive parts. You know, my father was murdered when I was 11 years old. He was actually a hero. Um, he, he stepped into a robbery in progress. An older gentleman was being robbed and he stepped in and was stabbed. And, you know, that wound you know, created, you know, I had so much defense. I had so, I felt so sad, so hurt, um, so afraid. And lost. And lost. And lost. Yeah. And my, and my defensive parts came all to the surface to protect all of that vulnerability that I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't, I'm just going to be a little emotional. Like I wasn't able to process it at 11 years old. I wasn't able to process it till I was ready to process it. And when I was ready to process it, it was when I had my first child. It was like time to face these fears. You're an adult. You're, you're a mother. And it's time to face these fears. You're ready. And my soul knew. My soul held me. It's just so beautiful to think about it. My soul, my angels, of course, held me. You know, and, and, and that defensive part, right? Like we talk about the judgment. That's a part of you. The, the defensive part. It's, it was these, all these different parts were protecting those vulnerabilities um, that, weren't, that weren't ready to, um, you know, be seen yet. And then when they were... They were. were. (laughs) (laughs) It's how they end up working. So some of, what are some of the common fears your clients feel um, about connecting with angels? Because people do, because the religious aspect of it as well, you know, many people say, like, I was raised Jewish. We didn't have really, we really didn't have angels like they do in the Christian faith. Yeah. It was very alien to me. Not that I didn't want to know about them, but it was just, you know, trying to mix the societal, the religious background I had to what's coming forward. Yeah. So how did you handle that with your clients or even students? Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, my clients come with so cool is from all walks of faith, which I really love. And, and I just have just so grateful and so much respect for all walks of faith. And, you know, I think that fear of rejection, um, you know, that we're going to be rejected if we, you know, open up, right? Open up to the angels, open up our heart and mind. So there's this, you know, it's this fear of rejection. It's, it's of course, the fear of judgment, which we talked a lot about. I think the other, you know, it's interesting because when I was praying about this, what I was feeling was, you know, there's this fear of being, um, of seeing something we don't want to see, seeing, um, you know, seeing our shadow. Like if, if you could just, you know, we could label all the things we're afraid to see, but I think we're afraid of our shadow and that goes back to past lives. But I also think we're afraid of our light. We're afraid of shining. We're afraid of our power. We're afraid of our magnificence. We're afraid of being so compassionate. It's you so know, true. why? Because society keeps closing our light in on us instead of allowing us to let our light shine through whatever avenue it is, whether it's creativity, intellectual, you know, and on and on and on. And, and But society tries to hold us back because when they hold you back, they're able to control you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. by allowing you to be your light, but to be yourself, well, you may not be as obedient mm. to their will. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, what, you know, the what the angels are saying, (laughs) you know, the angel as an angel ambassador, you know, this journey with the angels 
is about self-love. It's a journey of self-love. It's a journey of self-compassion. It's a journey of awakening your light for you Yes. And for the world that and, 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 ba- and basically what I'm doing in my book is I'm grounding the divine. I'm taking this amazing, miraculous energy and I'm sharing it in these very grounded ways, um, you know, of renewing your devotion, which is committing to yourself, committing to spiritual self-care, committing to taking care of your physical body and your energetic body. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Go for it. <laughs> no, continue. Continue. Please. Um, and, 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 you know, through relaxing and cherishing your body, through releasing and leading with your heart. I'm talking about releasing the judgment, releasing the protectors, because rele- truth is we're divinely protected. Yes. So all of these human, you know, ego protectors that we've created, we love them. We're going to take care of them. We're going to nurture them. We're going to evolve them. But it's like really as an earth angel, we are here to embody the benevolence of the divine and then through receiving, right? My whole medicine is receiving, but you kind of can't get to receiving. I mean, we want to say receiving is so awesome, but how do we get there? You need to renew your devotion. You need to relax and cherish your body and you need to release and lead with your heart. Then you're going to start to receive your and honor your intuition. And there's a flow to those practices, although they work both ways. They're, they're specifically designed to support you in healing whatever pain you have, whatever issue in the tissue you have. I mean, literally, it doesn't matter if it's physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, or karmic. The angels can help you heal it. That, that's amazing. So we have to take a break. We'll be right back. Stay awesome. tuned for more with Jill Kepner, Angel Ambassador. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. I'm talking today with Jill Kepner, Angel Ambassador. Check out Jill's 
website at jillkempnerhealing.com. Learn about what she does, how she does it. Passion, the grace she brings with all she does is really phenomenal. And it takes all the, uh, I can't find the word, but all the fallacies out of what angel healing is about. She brings it from a really not only realistic point of view, but easy to incorporate point of view. And um, we're going to bring her back to talk a little bit more. But first, it's charity shout out time. So Jill's charity is Have Dreams, havedreams.org. Talk about how Have Dreams, Jill. Tell us about it and why it's so near and dear to your heart. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. I love this part of the of the offering as well. So, so, so Have Dreams is a um, nonprofit organization that helps autistic families. Um, it helps with it has all these wonderful programs for autistic kids. And it's 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 not only kids, but even through adults, I, I'm forgetting the age, but possibly tw- into the 20s. So they they offer all of these wonderful programs to support, um, you know, the, those kids that are on the spectrum, those fam and, and, and their families as well. Yeah, because family needs families definitely need support, especially if they're non-communicative yes. on the spectrum. Yeah, this has a personal place in my heart. We have a family member who is autistic. He's a, he's a young boy and my nephew. And it's just, you know, um, beautiful to see him come out of his shell, knowing that this um, th- these programs are there for him. And, and I know a lot of, you know, different organizations are struggling with, with COVID. And, um, you know, so th- this year I was able to um, ha- have a birthday um, fundraiser on Facebook and I was able to, to raise money for Have Dreams. And that just felt really, really good. And thank you for everybody who donated. Um, and, and, and really, you know, it was just a beautiful, beautiful contribution. It felt really good to be able to share in that way and, and keep the programs going for, for those that need it. I love that. I don't know why. I just heard Angel's Light. I heard that something needs to be started called Angel's Light. I I just share it as I get it. Awesome. I, I, I love your intuitive. I love your intuitive downloads, Marla. <laughs> well, thank you. So when we were on the other side, you said you wanted to talk about the physical and the energetic bodies. Absolutely. Um, so dive in. I, exactly. And I know you know about the energy body. So I'm excited to hear what kind of downloads are coming forth through, you know, through you today. So you know, what I talk about in my book and, and what the angels talk about is this, this beautiful relationship, this sacred relationship between your physical body and your energy body. So your energy body is designed to protect you It's designed to help you release what no longer serves you. It's designed to help you receive all of the love of the angels. And it's designed, your energy body is designed to keep you connected to the divine. It's there to keep you connected. So I want to, I just want to talk about, I mean, I could spend hours talking about this and I've been teaching these wonderful classes about um, the, the layers of the energy body. So we have our roots, our energetic roots yes. that, that come, that, that are at the, you know, the, the root chakra, the pelvis, they flow down your legs, they go through the soles of your feet into yep. your earth star chakra and deep into the earth. Yes. So that's the first, le- the first layer that I talk about and, and how I link it in my book. With, it's so cool how the angels linked all this stuff for me and, and made it, in, like you said, a very tangible, grounded way. 
is you access your roots, your energetic roots through physical relaxation. Then we have our inner universe of parts. So your universe of parts. Now, I didn't create parts, right? This is um, from the internal family systems, um, Dick Schwartz um, psycho- model of psychotherapy. Okay. However, what the angels showed me is that your parts, this is a therapy that really was a was very transformational in my healing and I still work at the medicine of it every day so your universe of parts are like we talked about right you have this beautiful soul your soul is whole this is a download I got working with a client your soul is fearless and I was like yes. I love that right your soul is whole vast peaceful filled with your soul is spirit your, your soul is love your soul is love so, so it's love. just these parts inside. It's, our, it's really the parts inside of us that have the issues and the tissues, the ego, right? It's the ego parts, isn't it? It's the ego parts. So, but this is part of our energy body. You have to understand our parts are part of the non-physical world. Yes. And we can access our parts through emotional relaxation, which is making room for all of you, right? And bringing your emotions into harmony, into balance, Then we have our chakras, which I know a lot of people know about. When you work with the angels, um, we work with the 13 spiritual chakras. The the seven chakras are the the three-dimensional chakras. I love them. We needed to have the seven rainbow chakras in order, in the 3D world, right? The 3D chakras in order to to awaken the 5D chakras. So when we talk about the 13 spiritual chakras, and I want to say this, the chakras are spinning energy centers um, that run along the length of the spine. Clockwise. Yes, they're portals. They're even more than that. They're temples. That's a whole other way to think about your chakras, right? They're spinning energy centers, but they're even deeper than that. And they have all of your earth angel medicine in there. All of your medicine is in these these chakras. So that's why chakras are talked about so much. And so many different um, modalities talk about the chakras, which I think is another synchronicity. And then there's your aura, your electromagnetic field that's around your body. Oh, and the chakras you access through mental relaxation. That's what we talk about in my book. So that's why meditation. That's why one of the only, that's why a lot of people kind of right now don't get chakras. You know, if you're not spending time in meditation, you're not slowing your mind down. The idea of these spinning energy centers or these temples, it, it's, it's, you need to slow down in order to connect with them and slow down your mind. And understand that in each chakra, there's a whole, like, it's all filled with information. So yes. each chakra, ha- it's almost like each chakra has its, if you look at the, the Akashic Records as recording absolute every feeling, thought, projection, um, action that you've ever taken, each chakra also has that. And it's like its own little individual file cabinet with you know, takes in what's going on and what you can use to heal, what you can use to access for your highest and best good. Absolutely. And you're high. I love that because it's the, literally, I, I see the chakras as these, these portals of angel love, right? These angel receivers and that we're getting, you know, we're giving and receiving through our chakras. And then of course we have our beautiful aura, which we can access through spiritual relaxation, which by the way, when the angels told me that I was like, I love this, you know, like this whole Mm -hmm. con, I'm not saying I made it up. I'm not saying I made up spiritual relaxation. However, the way they showed it to me was so beautiful and that's one of the ways to access your aura and we have to go through those those layers of the energy body 
as an earth angel to really one of here's one of the things the angels have been teaching me to walk with an awareness of your energy body to 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 move through your day with an awareness of your roots your parts your chakras and your aura not in an overwhelming way but in a very self-loving way in a very mindful way mindful way too yeah mindful love it yeah that is um i love that I love it. And I think that we all need to understand and realize and remember that every every energetic field, any any mechanism and, and a chakra is a mechanism of sorts. They all have a weaving effect with everything else. So what you do with your chakras, you weave into the other energetic fields and your physical, your emotional, your spiritual, your mental bodies. Yeah. And go from there. So we only have time for one last quick statement that you would want to share as we close about things. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just listening to the angels. I see that. Um, so, yeah, this is what I'm hearing. Let's let's put our hands over our heart. Okay. So just placing the palms of your hands over your heart and just taking a deep breath in. And exhaling and relaxing. And just saying, this is something I teach all of my clients and all of my students. I am devoted to receiving love from my angels. From my angels. So that's opening your heart to your angels' love and um, letting, uh, allowing yourself to receive their devotion for you. Jill, thank you so much. Thank you for being on the show. When your book comes out, we'll need to have you back. There's still so much to talk Love about. That. <laughs> um, I want to thank everyone at Voice America for all you do to keep the show going and on and keep me on track. I'm so grateful for you each and every day. Bridget, thank you. You're my thank right you, hand, Bridget. you're my left hand. Thank you so much for all you do for me. Oh, my God, thank you. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for taking the time out of your day, out of your life to be a part of this show. You know, the show is for you. It's it's to help you and your growth through my guests and what they have to offer. So my prayers and hopes are that you are receiving what we're giving out for you today. To those celebrating Hanukkah, Happy, happy Hanukkah again. You know, may these eight days just be filled with miracles and mirth and joy and love and light. And as always, I ask that you be socially considerate of others. The numbers are still going up. I know we're, we're getting tired of this after all these months, but please, you don't know what anybody else is dealing with. So wear your masks, sanitize your hands, and please keep your distance. And until next week, as always, I send you love. I send you blessings. I send you gratitude. You are loved. Please know that and stay well. Take care. Namaste. 